planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week, the Sustainable Success way. If you are new to Sustainable Success, you found us here at the Voice America Business Channel. Again, we are enjoying our stay here at the Business Channel since moving over from the Influencer Channel back at the end of April. Again, you can follow us here at Sustainable Success at Voice America Business Channel, also on Apple Podcast, iHeart, and then also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights to take your personal success in business to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and perhaps meet new people for the first time. This is a membership site, meaning that it takes all the noise out of social media. So no more of those crazy notifications that can drive you crazy. You get to come in on your time to generate genuine and authentic relationships with people that you used to go to school with or perhaps meeting new people for the first time. It allows you to connect on so many different levels and offers a wide array of different services that are not available to the general public. If you'd like some more information about Alumni Direct, check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. If anybody has any questions in regards to any future subject matter you'd like to hear on the show, feel free to reach out to me at chris at christophersalem.com about any uh, content that would best resonate to help move you and your business forward. we got a great show today. We're going to be talking about true freedom is sustainable success. And we all like freedom and we all love sustainable success. And we're going to be uh, listening today to Bodie Eldridge. And he's coming all the way from Australia, very early for him. And we cannot thank him enough for taking time out of his very, very early morning to be with us. And after 20 years as a lawyer, Bodhi sold his legal practice in 2000 and studied uh, with the world-renowned leaders in leadership development, Global Leadership Association of Boston, UK, system, uh, Systemic Constellation Work, London, UK, Psychotherapy, IES Institute, a coaching certification with Open Up Communication in Sydney, and the Art of Presence in Denver, Colorado. In that time, he has worked in over 20 countries, empowering teams, developing leaders, and supporting sustainable change in a variety of organizations and industries. He lives with his wife of 40 years by the beach near Byron Bay, Australia. They have four children and 10 grandchildren who keep them tapping into the pure joy and innocence that life can offer. His personal daily practice includes yoga, surfing, music, and meditation. And I love those things. Like I do a lot of those myself, except the surfing, because we don't have much much surfing <laughs> here where I live. But but nonetheless, Bodie, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for being here with us. Great. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, very excited. Even though it is early morning, I'll, I'll go for a surf after, after our chat. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, we, well, I'm, I'm really curious to hear about more about your routine because I we I have a routine and we always we love valuing daily routines here. So let's just talk a little bit about you know around the concept of true freedom. You know, I guess true freedom could have you know different perspective from different from how people look at it. 
what what do you feel like true freedom is and how like how people you think how kind of look at what it is yeah yeah and so it's interesting because you know having worked with many business owners particularly private business owners the 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 first thing people often say is the reason I set my business up is because I wanted more freedom. Yeah. And often we feel this sense of being uh, trapped in corporate and uh, we're looking for this experience. And interestingly as well, for a lot of um, our listeners and clients is um, they're looking for more freedom yeah, and they start out thinking they're running the business, but after a while often the business is running them. And so the navigation that I take clients on is to really explore what is this concept of freedom. And I guess there's two key aspects, Chris. So the first is freedom from. Yeah. What are we looking for freedom from? And remembering that essentially business leadership is an inside out job. Yeah. I, I, I love that you said that. Can you talk about because inside out, every everything I, I we're strong believers in that. I would love you to share on that. Yeah, exactly. If you think about our interior state, yeah, and I work a lot with clients around presence, getting really deeply present with yourself. What we know is that often we're only aware of our exterior state. A great um, a little analogy, Chris, is if you think about looking at a book, if you think about a white page with black writing, what happens is that the black writing on a book is often the only place we concentrate. Yeah, but there's all of this white page behind it. Yeah, and the black writing is our exterior state and the white page is our interior state. There's so much more information, there's so much more perception, intuition, when we start getting deeper presence with ourselves, our interior state, our emotional state, our energetic state. Yeah. And that's it's an and because it's it's the being and the doing. Yeah, it's the interior and the exterior. Yet if we're really going to explore what freedom really means, yeah, one of the first places is to come within yeah, and realize that freedom from it's freedom from suffering. Mm. And the way we suffer, yeah, our thoughts, so we have 80,000 thoughts a day, most of them are negative. The inner critic is going all the time. And I know a lot of your um, guests, previous guests have spoken about this, you know, how our thoughts create our reality and also our inner critic and our saboteur and our judge can be such a, it's almost as if we're violent to ourselves. There's no freedom when you wake up each day with that mind racing with all of the critic. Yeah, another place, freedom from those emotional triggers, that roller coaster each day where we get triggered. We get triggered by our children. We get triggered by our partners. We get triggered by our clients. So we're, we're teaching people yeah, to move away, freedom from yeah, this thinking mind, this suffering, emotional suffering. And then the other aspect of the interior state, Chris, is that our innate nature is free. The more we connect deeper with our essence, whatever practice you have, meditation, contemplation, prayer, reflection, you start to realize that the deeper I go into the white page, yeah, I start to realize that when I sit quietly and still, particularly for most of us in the Western world, 
yeah, who have the privilege of being able to reflect and take time, there is this innate essence in us where we start to touch this beautiful experience of freedom. I love that. that yeah. I love what you just shared. And and I guess, you know, everybody it's, you know, it's at the the individual level, but I, yeah, like you said, Bodhi, the, it's got to start from the inside out. I mean, you know, we've been conditioned that always like this joy, peace, and, you know, this happiness is like outside of us. And yeah. it's, it's from within because what we, what we, how we experience things is what starts from the inside out, you know, and, and, and sometimes even challenges or obstacles that might be, you know, that we're experiencing are, could be setting this up for all the things that we've been striving to, to achieve or do, but what we, yet we got, we get caught up in the negative side of it. We see it happening to us, not for us. Yeah. You'll have so many clients who achieve inverted commas. I work with a few elite athletes and, you know, one of my clients many years ago, she said, the day I got the gold medal, the next day I never felt more depressed. Because for her, the achievement was all she was striving for in the external world, the external validation. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's like working with high-performing salespeople. They go, as soon as I do that big deal, I feel fantastic. And the next day I'm like, oh, I've got to go get another one. And so what we're doing is absolutely putting our state of being, our wellness, yeah, our emotional state to the external world. Yeah, something out there is going to make me happy, as you say, peaceful, joyful. And as soon as you do that, you give your power away. Yeah. Because it's very volatile when the external world is determining your internal state. Because you can't control the external world, right? You have, you have very little control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there is at some level what you're manifesting and attracting, yet fundamentally it comes from your internal state. Yeah. And it's interesting with the title of your show because I was reflecting on the word success. And working with clients, it's a fascinating interpretation as to what is success for the individual. For your listeners, a little exercise that they may have already done is because often when you when you start working with business owners and leaders, the initial response to success, yeah. It is still very much about my achievements. It's about my external goals. It's, and as you say, it's culturally conditioned that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's only part of the equation. And often the first list that people put down when I ask them to define what is success is what you could call the resume list of success. Mm. Yeah, it's like when we hand our resume, I want to build this business, I want to be you know, like a great business person or, uh, you know, what are my achievements? And then when you really get present and start to reflect, what we know is that there's not just the resume list of success, there's also what you could call the eulogy list of success. What do you want people to remember you for? Yeah, and people remember you for the relationships. They remember you more, not for what you did, but for how they felt when they were with you. Yeah. And when people start to connect with that list, it becomes very much about relationship. What did I give? How did I feel? The internal state. Again, this white page starts to reveal itself. 
And again, we're getting closer to this concept of true freedom. Mm. I love that. Yeah, because you you just did, it's embrace like when you talk about it, like a lot of people are so focused on the outcome. Like you said, when you use the example of the Olympian athlete that won a gold and she wasn't, ha- you know, she felt like kind of down the day after instead of like embracing the process and letting the gold medal just be a result of that process. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the and the key with the process, so one of the key tools I teach my clients is this whole concept of presence. Like what is presence? Presence is that deep connection with self. Yeah. That then radiates, yeah, out into your relationships. And again, through practice, you can cultivate presence. You know, one of the reasons we enjoy going to nature, you know, I love my surfing, you like your hiking, going to the, you know, like what happens is when we're in nature, we start to resonate differently, our energetic field changes, where we start to feel this sense of presence. We start to drop all of that busyness, those busy thoughts. And the good news is that this can be practiced and cultivated. And what I know working with senior leaders around the globe, yeah, the most effective leaders yeah, are the most present people in the room. Yeah, that's true. When they're present, would it, would it be safe to say that they're more, they're more in tune to their self-awareness, awareness about their, their communication, their behavior, their attitude, their emotions, their, their level of action? And I would say that they could also probably regulate things better, like have more healthier boundaries and, you know, and knowing their, their environment, you know, what, you know, what, 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 what's conducive to work well, what it isn't. And obviously those where those boundaries come in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What we're doing when we're cultivating presence is we're starting to access. So often we're just perceiving the world through our thinking mind. Yeah, and often people are in their thinking or in what I call their head bubble. Yeah. They're very frantic. Yeah, it's go, go, go. They're jumping from meeting to meeting, from sales call to sales call, from conversation to conversation, and they're not fully present. And um, I recently did a blog on my newsletter about, yeah, um, 80% of communication is mopping up miscommunication. Mm. Because... When we're in a hurry and we're frantic and we're busy and we send that email off or we have a quick chat to somebody not being present, often what happens is, yeah, it doesn't land. They'll go off and do something totally different and we waste so much time recalibrating. So absolutely what you're saying is that through presence, that self-awareness, that self-regulation, that boundary, what happens is I'm a much more effective communicator my communication lands more effectively. You think about yourself, think about the leaders that have influenced you in your journey, whether they're teachers, sports leaders, business leaders. There's a certain calm, there's a certain clarity, there's a presence that they have. It's like they're not in a rush, yet they're very effective. And it's a bit counterintuitive to our busy lives, particularly the, you know running a mid-tier business. I don't have time for presence voting. Like, well, you'll actually be more effective if you can cultivate this. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. I love that. So 
So, Bodie, if you like, there there are different levels of people that you know listen. Or there's a lot of people on this show that are at different levels of where they are in their in their journey in terms of how they they carry themselves day to day, week to week, month to month, and so on. And you know, it's safe to say that most people are 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 not in the present moment. They're they're so caught up in in the past and the future from fear and and you know just. You know, you know, trying to get caught up in the control they can't control versus the what would you recommend that people do to start making that shift? And I know we got a break coming yeah. up pretty soon, but 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 we can maybe start and then we can expand a little bit into it. Yeah, yeah. It's in some ways. So if you think about the habitual mind, yeah. If you think about the the patterns of our mind, yeah, and the neuroscience, yeah, is is fully adapted. What we're doing is our thinking mind yeah, is like a very, very fast train. Every day you wake up, it's racing. And if you're going to stop a fast train, Chris, you don't jump in front of it and suddenly sit cross-legged and look at the wall for an hour a day mm-hmm. doing your meditation. <laughs> so what I encourage my clients to do is how do we start to slow this train down? And after the break, I can give you more detail, but fundamentally... The key, the studies around effective leadership, and my definition of leadership is everybody who influences. Yeah, I love that. Effective, yeah, whether it's the receptionist, whether it's the parent, whether it's the owner of the business. It's like regardless of role, I mean, because every, you know, every role is going to have their part, depending on whether it's, you know, in the business workplace or even personal. But yeah, you, you know, you impact people through your example and resourcefulness, no doubt about it. Yeah, exactly. Most organizations, there's the formal leaders and there's the informal leaders. And the informal leaders are the ones that you actually want to embrace and get behind whatever your vision is because they're the ones influencing the system all the time, all the time. And so maybe after the break, I can dive a bit deeper into some practices that our listeners can can take. Yeah, absolutely. could definitely do that. And I think it's so important. I love the fact that you're, you see everything digging deep, you know, and, you know, it's about if we're going to operate in the solution, then we got to be able to, you know, change the way we think and be in the moment rather than the past and the future where fear thrives. It's so, so, so true. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know we got more to come here with uh, what you have to share. And I know you're going to have some things to, you know, provide the audience later here. I know you have five steps to freedom and flow, and we're going to provide some insight to that where people can get their hands on that. So if you're just joining us again, we're talking about true freedom is sustainable success. We're here with Bodie Eldridge. we got to go to break right now, but when we come right back, we're going to pick up where we left off by working from the inside out towards your sustainability with success in your personal life and business moving forward. We'll be right back after the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about true freedom is sustainable success. We're here with subject matter expert, Bodie Eldridge, he's coming in from all the way from Australia, a world of knowledge in this particular area. So we highly encourage you to take notes and to listen to this show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel. Uh, great episode uh, uh, so far. And we are, he's got just only hit the tip of the iceberg here. So Bodie, you were talking a little, you know, about some of the things from, you know, really building from the inside out into really to start manifesting, you know, the joy, the happiness, the things that we're looking to accomplish. It's not the other way around. And I know we had to go to break. If you would like to, you know, continue where you left off and, and cover, you know, some of the other things that people could start to do or look at, even if it's taking that first step. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, this journey to true freedom from the inside out, so the studies show, Chris, there was some studies on what we couldn't call effective, you know, inverted commas, effective leadership. And they got some experienced leaders to map their behaviors just for one month. Yeah, they tracked everything that they did and then they collated the data and looked at what were the behaviors that these effective leaders had in common. And the one common behavior yeah, that the most effective leaders had was a daily, at least a daily reflective practice. Yeah. And what that means is that, so if we're going to slow down this very fast train, this thinking mind, this busy world, yeah, we've got to find ways to put aside some time for reflection. And what I encourage a lot of my clients to do is to see if they can find if it's even if it's five minutes a day. Yeah, the morning can often be useful, although for the working parents, it's tricky. Now, what reflection is, is it's not about necessarily sitting cross-legged and looking at the wall in meditation. Yeah. Reflection can be meditation, mindfulness. It can be contemplation. It can be prayer. It can be any opportunity where you start to become more intimate with yourself. You start to notice how you're showing up in the world. You start to notice these thoughts. Yeah? 90 to 95% of your day is driven by your subconscious mind. Hmm. And most of your subconscious was downloaded between the age of 0 to 7 years of age. Yeah? So what happens for most of us 
is that we wake up and we're literally in autopilot. Our subconscious mind, our subconscious habits and our emotions are driving our behaviour. Yeah, we wake up, yeah, you know that you know the days you wake up, you kick your toe on the end of the bed and it's like there's the rest of my day. I'm gonna you know, it's like <laughs> and so it's again the real key to this, because it sounds simple, often people go, Well, five, ten minutes a day, yeah. I mean, logically I could find that, but I'm too busy. And so the next step, and there's some great teachers I've worked with who talk about if you want to start slowing down the mind, yeah, the fastest way to train the mind is to train the body. And all you have to do is train your body to sit still. It's like training a dog. Just sit. If any of our listeners are keen to start a different relationship with themselves from the inside out, just see if you can start creating the habit of just sitting quietly somewhere. It might be in the garden with a cup of coffee. It's somewhere quiet in the house maybe before the kids get up. And just sit. Your mind, your egoic mind will race. It will run. It will want a device. It will want a move. It will want your body to fidget or whatever. That's okay. Just sit. Literally, yeah, anyone who's keen, just see if you can sit for five minutes without any distraction. Yeah, and start cultivating this relationship with yourself. Yeah, this deeper awareness of self. And a lot of my clients, yeah, they um they come back and say, Oh, meditation's not for me, you know, I've tried it, it's too hard. You know, they do it three times and go, It doesn't work. You know, reflection's not for me. And it's a, yeah, again, it's like going to the gym three times and going, I didn't get fit. I don't, I don't know anybody where meditation, contemplation, reflection came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so important. And, you know, when you look at this, Bodhi, like, you know, in terms of how this can impact not only the individual, but like families, communities, businesses. Yeah. You know, the people people are everywhere, and people are people. And if if one person can can you know learn to do this better for him or herself, and then be the example, be a resource to hopefully be contagious now in a good way that people get. Imagine like a world where people were like began to all operate. I mean, God, what would that do to our world? I mean, it would just be. Yeah. I mean, I know I, I'm dreaming this right now, but I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but it, it's our go- it's it's your goal, you know, as a practitioner and someone yeah. who's dedicated his life to it. Can you talk a little bit about that? How it could change the dynamic of the culture of anything? Yeah, well, it certainly would redefine success. Yeah, wouldn't it? You know, because yeah. again, the general definition of success is about constant growth and consumption. Yeah. And when you get more present, yeah, you start to realize that I am enough, I have enough. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, you see it as a process, not like yeah. the example you gave earlier where the girl, where the woman went, you know, probably spent, I don't know, could have been eight years of her life, 10 years of her life, chase, you know, chasing that gold medal and finally gets it and goes, wow, you know, and not, not feeling like, not saying, why, why do I not feel good? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A little example of your question, and it's a great question. So you have a son? I have a son. He's going to be 16 yes. in November. Oh, fantastic. Beautiful, beautiful rite of passage for the, for the 
for the young men. Um, so if you um, if you reflect back, Chris, uh, to when he was little, yeah, what we know is there's a there's a couple of things we know. So what we know with infants, yeah, is that the the most precious gift you can give a child is present. Yeah. And the studies are clear, particularly, and I, I don't know what your experience is, I have four children, two girls and two boys. And certainly for me, when I first became a father, I was a little bit like, oh, they just want to be with their mum. You know, that first six, eight months, even yeah. the first year, it's a bit like, how do I, you know, they? it's like uh, I, I didn't realise that there was actually a, a real opportunity there. I kind of thought, you know, when, when they can kick the football, yeah, you know, that's when I, you know, it was like it took me a while. <laughs> um, and now with with my grandchildren in particular, you know, that's a different experience. But what I realise is, you know, I've just been with two of my grandchildren, and my one of my youngest grandson who's just turned one. The most powerful thing I can give him is presence and eye contact. But they're regulating this world energetically through the experience of safety and the safety comes from our presence yeah and and then presence and eye contact are the keys to creating a safe experience particularly you know that that early early time does that make sense oh it totally makes sense yeah 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 absolutely i i um, think when like you said present present when you're in the present moment there's there's even if things are not going well around you. I mean, but if you're you're present, that energy is calm. So the child aligns with that. And yeah, and I, and I noticed that when I made a change to being more calm in the moment, when I learned to change, shift away from expectations, which you talked about the woman Olympian athlete, where I shifted away from from expectations tied to outcomes to being to now to intentions in the moment, trusting the process. My everything changed over time. Like my, I, I, be, I was more calm. My energy was more stable, and yeah. and I've noticed it. Like even how it impacted other people. Because I know I grew up in a highly dysfunctional home, and I all I knew was dysfunction. I didn't know any better. <laughs> I had, I had to rewire all everything as an adult because I've been hardwired to see that the example wasn't always that great. And and yeah. but nonetheless, it is what it is. We, we we have no, when we're kids, we don't have control over that, but we have to, we, but we are responsible as adults to, to, to change that. If that, if we choose like, and that's what I love. Well, that's it. Yeah. We realize we have choice. And with your journey, uh, Chris, what, you know, I often talk to clients between the difference between sitting on the fence and committing to something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like that real decision that I'm going to do this. Yeah, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, your exercise, whether it's your relationship or whether it's yeah. commitment to yourself, yeah, yeah, daily reflection, yeah. What was your journey then? Was it, um, did you kind of start at it, start at it, and then got to the point where I realized this is my daily practice? Yeah, I didn't have a routine at all up until about 25 years ago. I was, I mean, I was born with ADHD. So I, you know, I had the hyperactivity for the first five years of my life. 
it started to trail off a little bit. I still had it, but nowhere near like I had it when I my my. I think my mother wanted to return me in the first five years. That's how. <laughs> when you get kicked out of four nursery schools, that's not a good sign. But 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 nonetheless, I it sort of the but then I had the agitation from you know being distracted and and not being able to focus. So, but for me, the turning point was that, you know, my life was not going well. I was so caught up in the control I couldn't control. I had a lot of anxiety, panic attacks, uh, back pain, just had problems with people because of the agitation. Uh-huh. And and the turning point for me was my father, my father, who I believe passed away from cancer. He died of cancer young at 56 and I'm 56 now. I'm the same age wow. he was when he passed away. I believe his cancer was a was a manifestation of his own self-limiting beliefs that he internalized because he never showed he never displayed it, never put it out there, just very shut down. And yeah, that when my father passed away, yeah. I mean I'm sad, but but it was a tur- that was the turning point that I said I have to take responsibility for my life and I never looked back since. Wow. Wow, it was that experience that that shifted and again you made a different choice i made a different choice i decided to you know a guy now taking a guy with adhd and having him sit down to meditate it's not an easy task and there were many times <laughs> i said i can't do this I, I matter of fact i could even get into a meditative state for nine months but i white knuckled it and i used discipline and i was consistent in even though i i, I my, my, everything was telling me don't do this get out of here i stayed in it and i did it until i got into a meditative state and then I kept doing it, doing it, doing it. And 25 years later, I, I, I don't miss a day. It, it's part yeah. of, it's been part of my life. And, and it, and it changed my life. It changed my thinking. It changed my behavior, changed how I communicate. I don't operate from those limiting beliefs. Like I, I once did. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the listeners, you know, it's a beautiful story of, you know, commitment. Yeah. Of discipline. Yeah, which I'll I'll talk a little bit how yeah, they please apply do. to freedom. Yeah, yeah. And so what if, if we really unpack that, yeah. So change often comes from inspiration or desperation. Mm. Mine was a combination of both, I believe. I believe my yep. there was the inspiration that that I knew my I knew my life could be better. I, I, I already knew how to make money, but I didn't know how to live properly. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to develop healthy relationships. You know, I was passive aggressive in terms of my communication and behavior. Again, all from my upbringing. And, and I think the desperation was that, that I, I, you know, I was sinking more and more into my addiction. I had a, I had an addiction to a pornography and Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, with bouts of alcohol and, and, and drugs, a combination And and it was it was the and I was I think the addic- more of the addiction was the anger, the the stuff that I chose to escape the anger was what I did it what was the choices I chose to to use. I but uh, yeah I would say that and I just it was my head it was my I was my own worst enemy, and I and I just yeah. got to the desperation point of that part of it and so I can't do yeah. this anymore. Yeah yeah that's it you know and again you know like our response particularly from that place. So the three responses we have to the world, it's either going to be suppression. Yeah. Yeah. We suppress our emotions like your father may have done. Expression. We get angry. We take it out on relationships. We take it out on people or distraction. Yeah. 
which is the pornography, which is the, yeah. So, and again, without awareness, that's what we're doing to meet the moment. We're either suppressing, expressing, or distracting. Yeah. And and the beauty with some self-reflection is you start to notice at some level, you must have noticed at some level you've had choice. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it just seemed like, and, and I and I noticed, and I'll let you, because I'd like you to go into, because I know we have three minutes, and I want you to go cover a lot of things you like to cover. But for me, I noticed that when I made the shift, my confidence went up. And then, it, yeah. and as I got older, it just getting it just got more and more and more and more. Yeah. But it, it, but it was yeah. a process. It didn't like it. I didn't go from here yeah. to here. It was always in incremental steps. Uh, that process. Yeah. What what my clients tell me is that when they start developing some daily reflection, yeah, presencing mindfulness, whatever it might be, they go. It's quite subtle. But now I really notice the days I miss it. Yeah. So it's not like some aha, I sat down, meditated, and yeah. But that subtlety, again, like anything, that process, if you stick with it, and I'm sure for you, if you miss two days of meditation now, you're probably going, whoa, I feel really uncentered. I feel jangly. Yeah, I would yeah, feel, feel I would feel like just like, uh, like you know, that feeling of uh, like, and and so it it no matter where I'm at, I don't care if I'm on a different time zone. I I just I do it. I just don't give I don't give that inner critic the even even that that split second to talk me out of it. Yeah. I just do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, and that's the piece I'll talk to you about discipline and freedom. Oh, uh, let's and definitely do that next. Yeah. I'd love, love yeah. to hear your 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 perspective and your expertise in that area. And I think the listeners will love that. And this will apply to everything they're doing in their in their professional and personal lives mm, and so on. Yeah. We got about just about a little less than a minute, uh, Bodhi. Anything like it's to summarize what you shared or any, any anything high impact you'd like to share in the 30 seconds to close out our second segment? Yeah, well, I, you know, thank you for sharing, you know, really taking that thread of your journey. And what I'd like to do after the break is, you know, we can if we can get meta to your journey. Sure. And support the listeners to see what the milestones were around those choices, you know, because this Absolutely. this is the, the 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 story may be different, but this these are the tools, and we want our listeners to have some practical tools. These are the tools which can transform your experience from the inside out. Absolutely, we'll definitely do that, definitely. And I know you got so much. I cannot wait to hear your take on discipline and consistency again. We're talking about true freedom is sustainable success. I hope everybody that has been listening, especially for this segment, as well as the last segment, that there is some great notes and golden nuggets that Bodhi has shared. And again, I hope this is helping you and wherever you are in your journey to move yourself forward. He's got more to come when we come right back after the break. And you're going to find out more on some of the things that he can help you with some of his resources that will help you to take your business and your first you and then your business to the next level. We'll be right back after the break. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. What is balance? 
It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about true freedom is sustainable success. We're here with Bodie Eldridge, a subject matter expert in the area of uh, helping you to get into the present moment and how from the inside out we can manifest all the great things that we're capable of doing if you just allow yourself to do that. And it is a process, not a destination. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Again, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. They also feature an athlete's corner for professional athletes that are now transitioning into everyday life. A great place for these athletes now to go and now communicate with other athletes that are now retiring from their sport and going back into everyday life and an opportunity to help each other navigate through that process. There's also a podcast called From Athletes to Entrepreneurs with Rob Finkelstein, who is the host of that show. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. So, Buddy, you had you have just shared so much great information in terms of it even going through the process. And I think where we left off, we left off where we were talking about the concept of discipline. You know, you know, and when we talk about discipline, mm. we're not talking about somebody being scolded, but in a way that <laughs> we can now change those away shift away from those behaviors that don't fill us up in a good way or serve us to things that can serve us to then create you know this this life and this joy and this peace that we all strive for but we have to do it from the inside out if you could share some your perspective in your process for that for the yeah yeah and thank you for sharing yeah your your journey there because what we're talking about fundamentally is we're coming back to this concept of choice now, for a lot of people early on in their life, it feels like life's happening to me. Yeah. yeah life's a struggle. And essentially, as soon as the external world yeah, has um, absolute impact and control over your internal state, at some level, you're being the victim. And so as we start to become more aware, we realize that we actually have choice. We actually can choose and, and manifest and experience like a lot of your listeners know. And... With this 
place of awareness, often most of our choices are still coming from our subconscious mind. Mm. Remember, we create our reality from our thoughts, from our feelings, yeah, from our energetic system and our behavior. And so when it comes to discipline and it comes to commitment, what we do is we start to meet what is called, so there is a thing called the commitment paradox. Mm. Yeah. So I can only know true freedom through true commitment. Mm. Yeah. I only know freedom through discipline and all traditional cultures taught this because what it does is it actually gives you freedom of choice. So when you're sitting on the fence, think about your journey with discipline. Yeah, when you're sitting on the fence, it's kind of, yeah, I'll do it, I might do it or whatever. There's this internal tension, this internal dialogue, yeah, because you haven't actually committed. Yeah, you have, commitment is I choose to have no more choice. Yeah, and again, it's not the distorted cultural interpretation of discipline being the big stick and commitment being limitation. It's actually freedom because what it means is, so if I commit to my beloved in a relationship, if I'm fully committed, yeah, the paradox is, of course I have choice. This is where the, the brain starts to get fried because energetically I'm 100% committed to the relationship. What that means is in each moment I'm choosing to be here. Yeah, and everything changes. You know yourself, when you committed to your practice, everything changed, didn't it? Everything, absolutely. Yeah, there was none of that, oh, will I, won't I? Sure, there's days when you struggle and don't do it, but the commitment, and this is what happens with entrepreneurs, the listeners who are running a business. If you want to look at successful business owners, they are absolutely committed to their vision, no matter what it takes. You know, there's a lot of talk about resilience. Resilience is just the willingness yeah, to bounce back and stay true to your commitment, whatever that might be. Yeah. Yeah, and any entrepreneur has been disciplined. And so it's the same in every aspect of our life. Yeah. One of the greatest bits of advice I got from one of my yoga teachers, yeah, is, you know, when I first started doing yoga over 20 years ago, it's that struggle yeah, because I wasn't fully committed. And the advice she gave me is just go and do one pose. Just get to the yoga mat. Because what it did is I got into that habit and then I created the discipline. And now I'm absolutely committed to my practice. And there are days when I choose not to. And what I loved what you just said, and I'd love you to expand on it. And I think that was such great advice that she gave you because it wasn't like, hey, you got to go do this, 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 and do like 15 postures. If you were thinking like, I got to do, I don't even know what, I don't even know how to even do the first one yet. You would get overwhelmed. Yeah. It probably would have never started, but just get to the yeah. mat, do the one thing for even 30, just come and show up to the mat for 30 days yeah. and then do yeah. another thing for 30 days and you ease into it. I love what you just said there. Yeah. Exactly. What we're doing is we're recalibrating. Remember, we're recalibrating our nervous system, our mental system, our emotional system. Yeah. And, you know, the studies, I mean, obviously, most of your listeners have jumped on the atomic habits. You know, I love the way that James Clear unpacked, yeah, all of these different things, you know, and, and I think he's very explicit. I think he tells the story of a, an overweight client wanting to, to lose weight and go to the gym. And he, and he said, I want you to drive. It was like a 15-minute drive, but I want you to only go and do five minutes. Yeah. 
And he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I want to go and do an hour workout. And he said, no, I want you to get in the habit. Drive to the gym, do five minutes, then come home. Yeah. Because in a lot of us, there is the all or nothing. Yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, yes, I'm going to do this. It's so true. If you look at studies, yeah, it backs that up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And so when we really start to unpack this area of choice, when we start to quieten the mind, we realize that our thinking mind, our negative thoughts, our unconscious mind has been running the show. We start to get present and realize that, you know, the, the Hindu saying is our thinking mind is a fantastic servant. It's a terrible master. So what we're doing is we're building this relationship where we're using our mind as a tool instead of it running the show. And, and again, as we do this, again, if you think about commitment and freedom, it's like when I'm fully committed energetically and your listeners would know in their life, know the difference when, when you were sitting on the fence with something and when you're committed to it. Your whole energetic system changes. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, we talk a lot about alignment, integrity, authenticity and congruence. Congruence is when my energetic system is aligned with my words and my behaviour. Yeah, and that's when I'm committed to something. And there's so much freedom, the feeling of freedom. Think about how free you are with your practice now. Now, interestingly, as soon as for our listeners, as soon as you commit to something, normally the fears come up. Yes, I'm going to do five minutes reflection every day. Bodhi suggested that, yeah. And then the next day, it's like, oh, the kid had a bad, the kids had a bad night's sleep. I haven't got time today. Yeah, and then two days later, it's like, oh, my client, my, I've got a really busy business. I've got to take this early call with the client. And before you know it, a year we goes by. These fears and we, <laughs> exactly, we question our commitment. Yeah. Um, one of my colleagues, you know, working with an elite um, sports team, and what they were doing is running through the choices they were making during the game. Yeah. So if you picture, you know, the Super Bowl, yeah, you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is the game you've been waiting for. And what they were doing in that was really bringing to awareness this whole concept of choice and literally what they ran through. So you're at the Super Bowl, yep, and the first 15 minutes of the game, your best player gets injured and can't play. What do you do? Yeah, and then 20 minutes later, the ref gives you, you the umpire gives you the worst call possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what they were training is, yeah, so the training was our best player get, got injured, our quarterback's gone, yeah, we're 10, 15 minutes into the Super Bowl. And the, the training that they were given is this is part of the game. Yeah, we've got to move on. We have choice here. We can drop our shoulders. We can play the victim. Yeah, the ref makes a bad call. The umpire makes a bad call. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. And so what they were doing is they were committed to absolutely showing up fully. Yeah. In that in that Super Bowl game. Yeah. And when the fears came up, they didn't collapse their shoulders, play the victim, poor me, we lost our best player, the umpire, blame. Yeah, and we see this all the time, you know, in life and in sport. Yeah, what they did is they trained themselves to go, This is just part of the game. This is part of the game, guys. The fears are going to come up. The kids are going to get sick. Yeah, the client's going to get, you know, demanding. But if you can cultivate, yeah, with loving kindness and compassion for yourself, yeah, the ability 
to get present, to be really mindful of what choices you're making and to really energetically make a commitment to yourself because that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, committing to getting to know myself. Freedom comes from the inside out. If I don't know myself, yeah, then it's very difficult to know the impact I have on the external world. And am I committed to spending time getting to know myself at a thinking level, at a feeling level, at an energetic level? And it's a game changer, as you know, and a lot of our listeners know. So true. So, so true. And, you know, buddy, we got about, you know, a little, about three, about a little over three minutes left in the show. I want to make sure we have a couple minutes to let people know where to find you. But anything you would love to finish up this segment to really just connect the dots and all the great stuff that you have shared in the show. There's just so much wisdom that you've dropped on us today in a great way. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, fundamentally true freedom comes from the inside out. Yeah. And it's freedom from suffering which is our inner critic, our emotional triggers. And it's also cultivating the essence of who we are. Yeah, that deep part of us, like when your son was born, that beautiful, innocent, loving being. And so that's the journey. And the, the tools and practices are there. And it starts with daily reflection, whatever that means, getting to know yourself and building that habit. Wow, I love it. I love it. There's so so much wisdom. I know we got another show that we can we can expand on this in, yeah. in the future here coming up. So I wanted to leave this time to let people know, you know, a little bit about you know where they can get in touch with you, what you're up to, and anything that you'd like to share with them. Yeah, thank you. Um, the exciting news is I'm launching a podcast called True Freedom. I'm going to be launching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love yeah. it. It'll be the, yeah the beginning of next month. Um, I've already recorded um, a few of them, so we're just getting ready to launch. So please, the listeners, if you could look out for that. Um, obviously, I'll let you know when it's launched. I appreciate any support. Um, and that we're going to go deeper into these concepts for any of the listeners who are interested. And also, um, uh, what we're offering listeners today, uh, it's through my website. So um, Bodie Aldridge backslash sustainable success. Um, there's a giveaway of the five steps to freedom and flow. And so there's some real practical tools there for our listeners uh, who want to just start embarking on this journey of true freedom. Wow. Well, we highly encourage everybody that, that they please get in touch with Bodhi. Reach out to him on his website. Reach out to him on LinkedIn as well. Take advantage of the five steps to freedom and flow. Make sure that, again, you find the podcast, subscribe to it. I mean, this is just a, just a start of a lot of great information that – he has, he has shared over the 20 plus years he's been doing this. Uh, so there's a lot of wisdom here. And so we highly recommend that you get in touch with him. Anything like you, we got about 30 seconds. I got to close up in 10 seconds. Anything you would love to just leave high impact for the for the audience? Um, it was interesting and you were sharing because I work mainly with men, yeah, married, mortgage, business, kids. And what I'd like to say to those men is there is another way there is a way of experiencing the in, the inherent driver of freedom yeah, as a man um, and as a business owner and a leader. 
Well, Bodie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be up very, very early morning Australian time to be here. We can't thank you enough uh, from the bottom of our hearts for you sharing so much great wisdom here with us today. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. It's been a delight. Thank you. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here the Sustainable Success Way. Again, we encourage you to reach out to Bodhi, get to know him, uh, take advantage of the five steps to freedom and flow. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll make sure that will be all in the show notes. And we'll be back next Thursday with another subject matter expert sharing their words of wisdom and insights to take your personal success and business and brand to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.